Hello faithful HBR listeners, I am Orcon DK, and today I want to gush fanboy-like about a group of people who have helped keep my favourite TV show alive and make old archive tapes look like they were shot yesterday. No, I'm not talking about Star Trek. This goes back further, and with a lot less money. Doctor Who fandom is incredibly lucky. Long before its second coming in 2005, DVD releases of old shows were treated amazingly. We didn't just get season box sets with the odd commentary. Each story got a dedicated release with full commentary, professional documentaries, and sometimes isolated music tracks. Most importantly, the picture and sound quality had been restored and enhanced to look as good as it had done when first transmitted. This is all thanks to a loose collection of fans in the TV industry known unofficially as the Doctor Who Restoration Team. The team formed in 1992 when they wanted to restore the 1971 story The Daemons to colour. You see, the BBC archives only contained a black and white film copy of the original colour video. Videotape in the 60s and 70s was expensive, and often old shows were wiped. About a hundred episodes of Doctor Who are still missing. We would have even less if it wasn't for film copies for overseas sales, in black and white, because most of the world hadn't moved to colour yet. However, a colour version had been recovered, recorded on Betamax from an American repeat of the show. Black and white film had been made from pointing a film camera at a video monitor, and it was a much higher resolution and detail the NTSC format videotape, so the idea was to combine the two. Okay, it's not as simple as it sounds, and the team's website contains in-depth articles about all the problems and solutions they came across from all their projects. Since the DVDs started coming out in 2001, amazing things have been done with the footage, sometimes 40 to 50 years old. Just the labour of love in finding the best copy possible made a huge difference in the quality compared to the VHS releases of previous years, where any old film print was stuck on a tape and sold for 30 quid. The first technical process that amazed me was called vidfire. As a lot of the old shows were only available as film copies of videotapes, half the frames were missing, and with video being interlaced, two frames could be combined onto the same frame of film. The vidfire process interpolates the frames and restores the video look. A very similar process has been used to turn copies of stories that are only on the NTSC American format back to something that looks like the original PAL system. The low resolution couldn't be helped unless there was a film copy, such as with the daemons, but the lost frames could be restored with interpolation. The next thing that amazed me was very recent. Some shows shot in colour weren't as lucky as the daemons in having any copy other than black and white. However, since the film copy was from a colour CRT monitor, the chroma information was recorded on the film. Remember your old CRT TV with the little squares of three colours? It was possible to recover at least some of the colour information from a black and white print which could see these little squares. Colorization by hand or by computer was possible, but not great, and still very expensive. In the end, a combination of the two techniques was used to restore colour to episode 3 of Planet of the Daleks. Sound should also get a special mention. Mark Ayres, who also composed some of the music from the show in the late 80s, works magic on the old recordings, even taking and splicing in fan recordings that were of better quality than the ones in the archive film. These reel-to-reel recordings are often from microphones in front of TV speakers, but some were connected directly to the speakers. It takes a lot of work, as all these recordings might not sync up with the picture, and the magnetic tape and cellulite film both deteriorate in time. 
Thanks to these recordings, we have at least the audio for every single episode. In the 50s and 60s, an enterprising man named John Cure ran a business taking photos of his television screen and selling the telesnaps to actors and directors who would otherwise have no easy record of the television programs they produced. Thanks to him, we have photographic records of most of the missing episodes, and these telesnaps were combined by fans with the audio recordings to reconstruct the stories. This was of course unofficial, but years later, similar techniques were used on the DVD releases of some stories. In some cases, as with the Cyberman story The Invasion and the French Revolution story The Reign of Terror, the missing episodes have been brought to life with 2D animation combined with the original soundtrack. In the end, the DVDs of Doctor Who often look better than they did on transmission, despite not having access to the original recordings. And sometimes, if the budget allows for it and the material is appropriate, we get remade effects, a 5-1 surround mix, or even an extended or feature cut. These enhancements are optional, you always get the original on the disc, but it is nice to see a dodgy model shot replaced with a slightly less dodgy CGI shot. All this stuff is very much of the hacker ethic. The love and technical know-how put into this show is inspiring, and I love reading about it even when I only half understand it. From the fan 40 years ago wiring a tape recorder into a TV speaker, to the hours of work needed to clean up, resync, and work around glitches to restore these old shows, the love of the material shines through. Doctor Who fans, new and old, have a lot to be grateful for. Check out the Restoration Team site and articles in every project at www.restoration-team.co.uk. Thanks for listening to me, Gush. If you want to get in contact with me, I really would like feedback. Go to aukondk.com, which is A-U-K-O-N-D-K.com, and you'll find my email, Google+, Twitter, etc. details. Be seeing you. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.